This week's episode is sponsored by Helio Gas Detection and Rising Suns, the award-winning brewery in Cork. Hey everyone, this is Letty for the Smashing Skull Sessions. I'm here with Sebastian Alvers from the band MEF. Sebastian, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm all good. I've uh, been looking forward to this interview all day, so let's get to it. <laughs> all right, let's dive in. <laughs> <laughs> so for... um. Our listeners who maybe haven't heard of you uh, before, would you like to introduce yourself and the role uh, you play in the band Meth? Um, yeah, I am uh, the vocalist and kind of creative person behind it, I guess. Um, it started off as like my solo project. And then I brought in a bunch of uh, just my friends from the area and everything. And uh, yeah, we've uh, just turned it into a full-fledged thing so <laughs> you're the mastermind behind it in, in, a, in a way i i don't want to i don't want to take too much credit because those guys do a hell of a lot as well but um it was it just started as my own thing initially but um yeah they kind of carry me in a lot of ways so <laughs> <laughs> uh how would you describe your sound um annoying <laughs> It's just really uh, shrill, and uh, we just try to create uh, as much, like, texture and noise as we can within our music and uh, just try to evoke uh, just things that don't really feel natural, I guess, and we just really want to just make something that just kind of hits people, and either they'll love it or they'll just fucking completely hate it and i'm okay with either way so you evoke a reaction either way yeah exactly like i just want to i just want to pull something out of people in in a way just yeah. create a discomfort i guess so when um when i got sent um the your newer single shame um <laughs> i was uh actually taken aback by it like whoa like this is really intense oh thank you <laughs> um but as you said there's loads of texture to it and that was like really interesting to me it was like there's so much to peel back from it yeah we really wanted to dive in especially on uh this next release into just kind of creating um just like atmosphere um i feel like our last couple releases it was very much just like being more like on the chaotic side and kind of jumping from like idea to idea and this one we kind of just wanted to like live in like live in the shit i guess <laughs> and just kind of really uh envelop people into um just like the sound textures and just kind of really pull in uh our influences of just uh making things just feel as horrible as they can i guess so. yeah because um i've sent it on to a couple of people because i was like this is amazing like i've never heard anything like this before and they were like what is this i was like this is the band meth <laughs> <laughs> no, i i love that um so much yeah we uh it's been it's been really fun seeing like the reactions of people on both ends of the spectrum it's either like it's either like that where like we get like a lot of very complimentary things or like people on the other end are just like this is fucking dog shit <laughs> and i love it either way because i was yeah. like it just pulls something so at least at least it's not like a meh reaction or something so exactly you get some sort of comment so mm -hmm. um so meth is a really interesting band name um is there a story behind it 
Um, not really. Um, I, so when I initially started this project, it was just kind of like a bedroom project and the music I was writing for it just felt very like, just really jagged and harsh. And, um, it just felt like the appropriate name to name the project. And then as things went on and like the band kind of started to gain steam, it was just, um, like we just kind of kept with it um it definitely wasn't a project that i thought would take off in any way <laughs> so i was just like i don't know i'm just gonna name it this it'll be like a one ep type thing and i'll just move on to whatever the hell i'm doing next and um but it's really taken off and um it's uh just something too that like i never really want to promote like drug use or anything like that either within the band i know the band's name is meth and everything and but like i also just very much um like not not meth but just like other addictive tendencies and yeah. stuff that i've had um i tried to be very aware of like the stigmas with it but also be conscious of um that a lot of people deal with addiction and everything and um, I don't want to feel like I'm exploiting like addiction by um, having this band name, but also since we do have it, I feel like we need to kind of bring a little bit of awareness to it and just let people know too that like everything in the realm of addiction is very, it's very heavily rooted with uh, within the music community and everything. And that um, there is a lot more to it than just, being like like i see a lot of people like comment on stuff and be like you should make shirts that say just like do meth on it and i'm just like i would never do that in a million years that's the worst <laughs> like i don't know but um you should make a yeah. t-shirt that's like walter walter white side hustle or something oh yeah <laughs> there is a good picture of our drummer in a previous band um and he had been toured into albuquerque and he was had a shaved head like when he did it. There's a picture of him with like the Walter White like hat and everything too. And I always love uh, pulling that back up and sending it to him like once a year or so, and just being like, "Hey, check this out. This is." <laughs> and he's just like, "What the fuck, man?" <laughs> like, this is like Jesse. We need to make noise. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. There's your tagline. <laughs> Um, so your second album, Shame, is coming out the 2nd of February. Um, how was the recording process for it? Um, it went well. We kind of did it in, uh, like, sections. Um, our guitarist records um, most everything for us, and we had demoed everything with him initially. Um, and then they went to... Um, I wasn't there for the actual like tracking of the instrumentation and everything, but they had gone to um, this like funeral home in uh, Southern Illinois. Um, and it was just like an old funeral home that was gutted out and turned into um, like a recording space. So they spent like a week down there and just kind of recorded everything over the course of that week. And then um, once all the in uh, instrumentals and everything were done, I just, kind of came in and did vocals and everything um 
over the course of like a month or so last year. Um, but it just, it, it took a long time to really kind of get everything together. Um, it was a very hard record to write, especially off the heels of the last one. Um, and we were trying to tour heavy, um, and then COVID hit and everything. So we were just kind of like staying dormant for a little bit and just with everything going on too, I was like, I don't know if I even really want to continue doing the project in a lot of ways. Like I was just hitting a lot of these weird walls, but I'm really glad that I didn't pull the plug on it or anything. Um, and we were able to kind of finish everything um, and get it to a point that we felt was appropriate for the band. And that was always, I mean, that's always kind of the um, catch for us is just making sure that everything um, represents kind of what we want to put into um, the project. And we're not just like writing music just to write it and just be like, okay, we need to get a second album out. Like we want to make sure that the music is like that we like it and we can put it out and feel okay with everything. And I just think that's the most important thing. Um, yeah. Cause of course it's representing ye and you have to play it. So you have to like, yeah, sort of enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah. And just knowing that too, and just being like, okay, like we're going to have to play these songs over and over and over again. And like, I need to be able to feel something when we're playing these songs and like, not only just me, but everyone else too. So like, um, if we're able to evoke that out of each other, I feel like that's the most important thing. Um, just as a band is to still have those feelings and not feel like we're just like, okay, we're going to go into this song and okay, here we go. Like I've, I've seen too many bands where it's just like, I can tell you're playing your hit or whatever, and you don't want to play it <laughs> and you just want to do something else. And um, I just never want to be in that area where it just feels like you're just kind of watching someone like rehearsing a script. And, exactly like um there needs to be feeling and everything i think so 100 percent. uh that actually brings us really well on to uh my next question uh is there a song that you're looking forward to playing uh the most off of shame live um we've been playing a lot of the songs um we've uh implemented them over the last like year and a half uh also because we're just impatient too <laughs> and we're just like uh we've been doing like half of our old material and kind of half of the newer stuff but um uh cruelty the fifth song on the record um has been really fun to play live um just for me in particular too just because i feel like in, it has the most range vocally um and i can kind of try out a lot more um techniques that i don't i really didn't get to do on like mother red light or anything um there's a lot more lows and just dynamic um in this new record as opposed to the other one it was just more just straight shrill um i have trouble even visiting that old record too yeah. <laughs> like i'm like ah, it's done i don't need to listen to it ever again like you've moved but, on yeah exactly and um I think just kind of like setting those stones too, of just being like, okay, like you just kind of keep pushing forward in a lot of ways. Like, um, 
and just challenging yourself in a lot of ways too. Like I feel like shame for me, um, especially vocally, was just um, I got to display um, every part of uh, myself vocally that yeah. I wanted to. Um, and I feel really happy with how everything turned out too. So that's yeah. that's awesome to hear because like um even listening to like some of your older stuff um you've like okay i've showed off my lows now let me show you the rest of my vocal range i'm really looking forward mm -hmm. to that yeah no it's just uh yeah and i i feel like with with this record too it's just like we we're able to lean more into like the noise rock aspect of it and i just like i i don't know it's just i geek out being able to just be able to just throw whatever I can into the the melting pot that is whatever the creation is. So like it just feels it it's just it feels fun. And not that the other stuff didn't feel fun, but it was it definitely wasn't as fun as this new stuff. So <laughs> I kind of feel a little bit more of a charge behind it. So that's always good to hear. So I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Meth appeared on Audio Tree three years ago, and I have to say the performance was absolutely phenomenal. Like, hats off to you with like the intensity that you bring. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, how was the whole Audio Tree um experience? Um, it was it was really fun. Um, like, honestly, the pressure of just like going into it and feeling like, okay, like we're live. Um, and they stream the initial play live and then they release it um, a couple weeks later after like edits and everything. Um, but going into it, just being like, okay, like we can't fuck up. Like there's no room for error. And um, having that kind of pressure um, in your head in a lot of ways, it like, um, it just makes you a lot more aware in different ways. And I fucked up on the audio tree like i hear it every single time like I, I i've gone back to it maybe like twice but i can't go back to it anymore because i hear the error um on one of the songs where it's like i come in a little early and i'm just like god damn it <laughs> like what the fuck um but i mean it's just part of the live process and being able to kind of experience um not only just performing live and like you're performing in front of like the five or six people in the room but then in the back of your head you're like okay this is getting streamed out to however many people are watching so like you kind of have that in the back of your head and um just like dealing with that weird pressure um it was a little bit exhilarating <laughs> in a lot of ways too like it just it felt really like it, it again it just it was really fun and um, just being able to uh, kind of try to recreate the live show in an environment that was um, like a lot more um, condensed and just um, like well recorded and everything. And especially for an audio tree, it's like I feel like every band in the States wants to do an audio tree and stuff too. So it was like being able to do that was just like, okay, that's a bucket list item checked off. And um, I don't know the whole, the whole thing just, it was 
it was very flattering and it was really interesting too because they have like this wall of like I don't know where they got them because I don't know the history behind Audio Tree or anything but they had like a wall of like gold records and I think if I remember correctly there was like a Lindsay Lohan like gold record and I was like I didn't even know she had an album yet alone like a gold record like that's fucking amazing <laughs> I think every Disney star has like an album at some point like <laughs> yeah probably yeah <laughs> like if they're just hoarding all the Disney like gold records it's like I want to I want to see them all <laughs> like <laughs> but uh, um that'd be some collection like imagine walking in someone's vinyl collection it'd be like all Disney stars oh my god yeah <laughs> <laughs> I just I I really really want to any you know any Zac Efron deep cuts like something you know <laughs> I was um a big Austin and Ali fan myself like their song still bang oh hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing yeah um, if you could collaborate with any musician dead or alive who would it be uh god um <laughs> that's such a complicated question or even form uh, a super group See, I don't know, because if, if I was in it, I don't think it would be a super group. <laughs> um, I mean, the cliche answer for me is always just like I've always grown up as like a huge Nirvana fan and like just big Kurt Cobain nerd. But then on the other end of the spectrum, too, it's just like Swan's huge, huge influence for me. Um and like doing anything with like Michael, uh, Michael Jira in any sort of capacity, I would probably like not be able, like, I would just run into traffic afterward and be like, I'm good. Like, I don't need to do anything <laughs> anymore. But like, um, honestly, just like being able to pick like anyone, like anyone in Nirvana or Swans or like Sonic Youth, like those like early. 90s like alt rock noise bands like they've really kind of shaped a lot of how i think about music and stuff and i think just being able to pick anyone's brain in that realm um would just be a treat for me <laughs> like <laughs> in general so like i would just say any of those three bands for sure um of course you ask for one and i give three because i can't make no it's all good don't worry about yes. it <laughs> yeah the more the merrier yes <laughs> uh do you have a favorite nirvana album um it depends on the month you ask me because <laughs> it, it'll it'll go it's usually between in utero and bleach um i would say in utero right now um i just really love that they dove into such a weird noisy record after releasing like this huge pop like uh like never mind just being like the biggest album on earth for like a couple of years and then they're just went and recorded with steve albini and we're like okay we're gonna write this noise record basically <laughs> and um it still took off and um i just feel like the 90s in general too it's just there's such a welcoming environment to like noise music and everything and like it was such a like blip in time yeah i guess um that like you couldn't really see a lot of bands succeeding on such a mainstream platform nowadays like i mean granted too i mean every 
genre has its own like platform because everyone can access whatever at any given point but it it was just cool to see um a band like that be so big or like see bands like shudder to think or something like signed to like a major label and they're releasing some of the like weirdest music i've ever like heard <laughs> and um, frank zappa and the mother of inventions great um example of it yeah exactly like and it's just having um such a welcoming environment to experimental ideas and being willing to like funnel money into something that's just like okay this is this is strange but it's like you're willing like I, I feel like people are more willing to take risks on things like back then whereas now it's like um got council culture and all that yeah and it's like i mean you have you have a lot more to be aware of um just as like a figure um within like a music community and everything but then like you also too just um like I feel like the ideas of what success is completely vary between like genres and stuff. Like for us, like with math, it's just like, oh, if there's like 40, 50 people on a show, like we'll feel fucking stoked and we're just going to like go out and like go as hard as we can. And then like I work with a lot of um, like uh, bands um, that are like selling out like three to 400 cap rooms or like whatever then it's like oh i wish we could have like done like the 700 cap room or something and it's like man i wish i could be doing like whatever and it's just like those like little um it, it's just different for everyone and it's like really interesting to kind of like pick apart um what each individual like musician or person's idea of like what success is and like I don't know we've just like all of us have just been doing this for so long that the fact that anyone even gives a shit about our band or that me and you are even yeah. talking right now is like wild to me because <laughs> like, i'm just so used to like us playing in like a basement to like five people and then just being like oh it's fine like we played with our friends like we had a couple beers like who cares like that's what this is and um yeah no enough to talk to me <laughs> and, I got, and I, I, that's fucking crazy <laughs> so. as soon as i saw the email come in for the press release for shame i was like this band is called meth i need to talk to these <laughs> <laughs> no i i appreciate you even wanting to <laughs> like it's uh yeah Spread the word yeah <laughs> exactly uh, do you have um any favorite uh for any releases that you're looking forward to in 2024 music wise any albums you're looking forward to? Um it, it's weird cuz I can't think of anything off the top of my head right now. <laughs> or any favorite albums from last year? Um I just I haven't listened weirdly enough I haven't listened to a lot of music. There was like um or there was like this irish band lankum um that released like a really really cool like folk um like experimental folk album um and that was like probably the last thing i was like really into um but i think that came out last year but in terms of everything else it's just like 
I'm usually like four or five years late. <laughs> so like, I feel like stuff that comes out this year, I'm going to find in like 2030 or some shit and be like, oh, has anyone heard of this? And everyone's like, yeah, I've known about this for a very long time. You're behind as always. Um, but no, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like I've just been pulling from different medians. I've been watching a lot of movies. Um, what movie like, stood out to you if you're an avid movie watcher? Um, what was that fucking? There was like a really, really cool horror movie. And of course, I can't think of it off the top of my head, but it was like, uh, like this, like they held hands with like the statue and it kind of like made you absorb. Um, what the fuck was it called? Oh my <laughs> god, it's gonna bother me. Um, I'll add it to the comments if um you are able to find it. So yeah, no, I I, I was like I know it was like a an A twenty four movie. Um, but hold on, I'm gonna be uh an idiot and look it up right now. Uh, have you uh been on the Saltburn hype train? I haven't seen oh, it. Oh, I did. I did watch Saltburn and I thought it was fantastic. <laughs> like it's. It was it, that was a very 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 fun movie. Oh, and then uh, Dream Scenario. Because I'm a big Nick Cage person, um, but that movie was really interesting. It was just like, uh, have you seen that? Uh no, I heard um the synopsis of it though. It sounds like a really interesting like idea. Oh yeah, it was super like it was super super interesting. Just like and. Nick Cage just fucking kills it. He always kills it for me. I don't like, he's just the weirdest range of actor. Um, but that movie was really, really, really fucking good. Um, and uh, I think like, the only modern movie I saw this year was Barbie. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I can see Barbie too. And I, I enjoyed Barbie. I thought it was fun. Ryan Gosling uh, was way better. Like he just played Ken like so well. <laughs> No, he did. And I was like, and he just fucking looked great. And I like thought it like the whole dynamic of everything with that was really, really, really good. And like the uh, Kate McKinnon's like ugly Barbie or whatever and everything too was really awesome. Um, I, I can't think of that fucking horror movie, but I did see um, the Iron Claw recently. Um, I haven't um, seen that one or even heard of it. Oh, it's like uh it's based on uh this family of wrestlers um from like the eighties, but um it was uh like all these brothers um were wrestlers, but five of them uh ended up dying oh, damn. Uh, the course of like twelve years, and there's only one living relative from that whole family that's still alive and they kinda go through like the whole um like just all of it like Four of them died by the whole suicide. emotions. Yeah, it, it was, uh, and I'm like a huge, huge wrestling fan. So like, I was like, I knew about it. It was the Von Erics, um, and it's like I knew about it beforehand. And then like getting to see it, um, it was like Zac Efron and Jeremy Allen White. Um, they were like the two main like big actors in it. But um, man, that just it. It's a hard watch. It's super, super, super tragic. Um, but like also just like nods on some like 
fucking insane shit of uh like one of the brothers getting their foot amputated in a car accident and they kept it under wraps spoilers for... spoilers spoilers i mean i guess but i was like it's all life shit like it all happened so like i don't know but yeah spoiler alert <laughs> but it was like he wrestled without a foot for six years like and didn't tell anyone and i'm like how the fuck is how'd that how'd you even... get away with that i know i'm like how like how could you be like that good that no one noticed like in general and like it makes imagine me getting a sweet chin music by him like you'd be knocked yeah. out <laughs> just just the nub to the chin like fuck <laughs> like it's wild but it just like it really made me appreciate like like i mean i always loved wrestling just because of the amount of the amount that you put yourself through to just do this fucking thing that you love to do for no other reason than loving it and um just seeing that i was just like i couldn't even fucking imagine <laughs> like even trying like yet alone like trying well enough and becoming good enough to do something like that and um i don't know it's just it's just interesting to see the um the willpower of people to like push forward for like their craft in a lot of ways and if they really uh, believe in it they're gonna do it one way or another ex like exactly and um yeah like i don't know i just uh it really clicked with me in a lot of ways where i was just like <laughs> i was like i don't know it's just putting your body through a ton of damage but it feels like it pays off in this weird way not that it needs to pay off but it just like pays off for you um and it kind of just drives you i don't know i don't know if that makes any sense but oh no i, <laughs> I get you <laughs> yeah <laughs> um this uh leads us to our last question um do you have any advice for anyone wanting to start a band in 2024 um i guess it just depends on what you're trying to get out of it um like if you're trying to start a band to like get big and do something like that then i honestly would suggest anything else <laughs> like um i don't I, I don't think anyone should start a band on the front of being like oh i want to get big and make money off of this or anything like i've been doing this shit for like 18 years at this point and it's like it's still just purely passion like i just this is the only thing that makes sense to me in my head but if you're if you have a lot of like just feelings about anything like if you're just like angry or you're fucking or if you're like really happy or you're just really sad or whatever and you need to channel it into something then just fucking channel it into channel into this and or channel into some sort of art and don't hold it like don't keep it in like it doesn't necessarily have to just be music it um i feel like just painting or writing things down or just anything in general just to get whatever is in your head off off of you yeah. in some sort of way um i'm not sure always... if um i'm not sure if you're familiar with the band 21 pilots um i i mean i am a little bit i i don't think i've ever heard a song of theirs but i well, i know who they 
they've got a song called Kitchen Sink. I'm pretty sure it's Kitchen Sink. And um, one of the lyrics is, yeah, paint something and it might be worthless. It's like, as long as you make it like and you're happy with it, it doesn't matter if it's worth mm-hmm. anything or not. It's yeah, like exactly. You've made it. Exactly. And like, I think no matter what you're doing, I think it just needs to be an honest representation of like whatever you're feeling and whatever capacity it is, good or bad. It just like, I, I just very much think art needs to be a very honest outlet for people um, as a way to just kind of, I mean, it. I, I don't want to just say just like to express yourself in any way or whatever, but it's just like, it can be as complicated or as simple as you want it to be. And that's what I've always appreciated about um, just like physical and just music in general. It's like you can put as much or as little into it and it can resonate in any way with people or it might not resonate at all. But at the end of the day, it's just like if you like it, if you like what you're doing, that's really all that matters. That's It's worth it and- then. Yeah, exactly. And like, if you're feeling like you're getting something out of it, um, that's really, I feel like the basis of life is just feeling like you're kind of just scratching those itches and feeling like you can kind of just be honest. And I think just being honest in general um, is the most important thing you can do. So it's the best thing you can do. You only live once, like. Exactly. <laughs> and like, like, I, yeah, I don't know. I just, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of stuff like where you can listen to it and just be like, yeah, like I see exactly what this is. And like, you can like tell what's genuine, what isn't genuine or whatever. And not to say, um, that anything I do is in one way or the other or whatever, but I like what I'm doing <laughs> and I feel okay with what I'm doing. So. And that's all that matters. Yeah, exactly. So like, yeah, I don't know, <laughs> but yeah. That's um, some really good advice for um, all the young people listening to this. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sebastian, thank you so much for sitting down and talking to me. No, thank you so much for having me. This was, this was, this was a blast. So of course. And uh, by the time this interview comes out, shame will be out. So shame is out oh, now. God. <laughs> it, it'll it'll be out for everyone and that is terrifying <laughs> it'll be good <laughs> yeah, I hope so I hope people like it we'll see <laughs> thank you so much no thank you I appreciate it <laughs>